usually don't like seeing quarterbacks getting hit like that um, from lack of an adequate offensive line. And unless it's Big Ben, then it's okay. Well, you you know. No, no, it's okay to say it's okay. <laughs> we we embrace hate in our podcast. Oh boy, I tell you what, all I got to say about that hate, is that hate directed in 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 the right way. I am so glad I don't have to see them men play football every oh, year. I know. Can you tell what it is? I can. No, I can't tell. Okay. It's uh, Undertaker and Kane facing at each other. Mm-hmm. And then the one next to it is they did like a movie rendition poster of uh, the AJ Styles Undertaker cinematic match. Mm-hmm. And it says Hellfire and Tombstones. And it's got that picture of Undertaker popping up over AJ Styles bat- right behind him and all that shit. They had it on sale at on their store. And they're not bad posters, so I figured, I mean, they actually don't even come, like, on regular poster stock or, like, poster paper. It's a little thicker. Um, not bad for 20 bucks. It came t- together. I got them both for 20 bucks, like, all together. So, Shoot. that's not bad. Not including shipping. Shipping was, uh, like, six bucks, seven bucks, whatever. I need to give me some posters and stuff back here behind me. Yeah, I've been, uh, see, I've been. In good time trying to move things around for that but anyways you are listening to the beards and balls podcast uh, if you are listening to us that is i'm anthony f you can find me at born to run underscore 19 for the meantime our twitter is still down let's just put it that way uh, we have created an instagram and we're about to start uh, getting that together and i'll have more details on that for uh, with our weekly episode it's going to be interesting to see how we get how we post things out there how we try to uh, our attempts at creativity i should say we'll see or at least what what do i mean by our i mean my attempts at creativity i'm the the backbone the spine i, I am what get what keeps this thing rolling here uh and with me today who has been playing a big part in keeping me in helping me keep this thing rolling uh our old buddy who who just went one-on-one with one of our co-hosts, uh, Kaufman. <laughs> Daryl, where can they find you? You can find me at 3Ds1J on Twitter. You can also find me on Twitter at Coach's Challenge, except the last E is a three. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't, yeah, anyway. And then you can find me on Twitch at the Coach's Challenge, spelled regularly. That was, uh, by, by the way, we'll be doing another episode after this one kind of just recapping uh something that we did over the weekend which was we we watched uh or was it monday that was monday, monday. Yeah, it was yeah. monday we we did a, a watch along essentially of, uh, of wrestlemania 17 and it was a pretty good time oh yeah except for my internet conking out every hour um yeah <laughs> yeah well that that i mean look look that wasn't as bad as some of the other things that we saw on there well, that was not non-wrestling wise. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that yeah. when we get to that. But what we do, I don't know what, what you want to what you think we should kick off. Should we just start with Tyreek Hill because it happened today? I think, yeah, just because it just happened. I think the Tyreek Hill thing. Granted, would probably be, uh, it is so weird doing this because I, I, I did the journalism thing and I'm used to interviewing mm-hmm. people. It's so weird doing a podcast where we're just analyzing things. And I'm like, oh, yeah. man. I, I kind of wish I could still interview people like 
people. We're get we're we're not there. We're we're I don't know if we'll ever be there, but we're mm-hmm. we're not there. So all we can do is talk about and uh, just uh, just chat on what the average person thinks about sports and talks about. So I don't know why I felt I had to to, to point that out. It's just been cl- it's been chewing on my mind lately. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, just because of the way Twitter's been uh, for a while yeah. now. So. Yeah especially with all of this NFL stuff happening back to back to back to back to back to back. Ridiculous, isn't it? But it's great. It's great. Um, I love it. So let's just talk about Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill has been traded to the Miami Dolphins. Yes. For a first, two first round pick. Oh no. For a first round pick this year, the 29th overall pick, the 50th overall pick, Mm -hmm fourth round pick this year and i think there's another pick involved in 2023 or four i can't remember specifically it was a lot of picks just yeah it wasn't it yeah it was it seemed like it was it almost seems like it was kind of a better haul than what the when that than what houston got Mm -hmm. okay so yeah it was a it's a 2022 first round pick this year in the 29th pick a 50th pick in the second round this year, a fourth round pick this year, and then a fourth and sixth round pick in next year's draft. So that's what they got in haul for uh, Tariq Hill. You know, for the Dolphins, I get it. You you don't know what you really have in two, and they've done a great job of, of going out, getting offensive linemen, and then getting receivers, running backs. Basically, they, they're surrounding Tua with the weapons that he needs to be successful. So after this season, it's about to be a stacked quarterback class. I think the next two quarterback classes are about to be stacked. So the Dolphins are looking at this from the standpoint of we block Tariq up long-term. We have Waddle long-term, uh, probably going to try to ex- extend Gusecki next season. You know, like this is Tua's like last chance. And yeah, he had the excuse of the offensive line and all of that before. Not an excuse. The offensive line was terrible. But Yeah, it's terrible. But um he doesn't have that excuse this season. So if he's still mediocre and not good, they have no issue getting rid of him because, you know. I, no, so, I, I I get what you mean. Mm-hmm. It's the Dolphins are essentially sitting pretty. You know, they're they're yeah. they're in, in in the best possible position they could be in. You know, mm-hmm. in terms of. I don't want to say organizationally because no, not organizationally. They still have other things that they are dealing with. Uh, but what <laughs> yeah. I should say is in terms of uh, roster wise, roster wise yeah. uh, and cap wise too, because I think the other thing that we have to figure into this is the other, the, the big reason that they're able to do this is, is simply because they also just happen to have a fuck ton of cap available. Yeah. Well, they're not paying the quarterback anything right now. Yeah. So that's, he's yeah. on a rookie deal. And, and, I, and this is something that I thought about uh, earlier today, mm-hmm. just sitting in the car while I was when I when I was reading it because I was doing it in the middle of my fantasy draft when it popped mm-hmm. up, and that's the fact that if things d- go south with Tua and it doesn't work out, mm-hmm. well then they're just moving into another rookie contract and they can yep. still afford their pieces that they have around them and they can afford to get other pieces as those as uh, the defense you know ages out or whatever so. The Dolphins, depending on what they do with these picks and mm-hmm. how the team meshes well or how well it meshes together, they're in a really good position moving forward. Because because that, like, they're not good enough to beat the Bills. 
that's just not going to happen right now. At least I don't think so. We've said great. We've said all kinds of things before the season starts and then, Oh yeah, it gets turned you know, upside <laughs> down going. Remember going into the last season, the Colts were supposed to make the playoffs. Yeah. Jags had the yeah, Cowboys supposed were supposed to, happen, to <laughs> you know, to be better than they were and they were not better than they were. So I, I, I should, I want to retract my statement that they are, that they can't beat the bills, mm-hmm. but they are, but the Bills are better. The Bills have a better quarterback, so yeah, um, and and they can still beat. Yeah. They can beat New England. They've done. They've done that even with with what they've had now. Mm-hmm. The Jets? Are you kidding me? The Jets? I don't have to say anything about the Jets. I think you it's, know that they're they're ass. I like that they lost out too. I think it's funny how the two options were the Jets and the Dolphins, and Tyreek was a, essentially the one that you gotta love. Why would he move. even think about going to fucking New York? What does that do for him? Nothing. I don't oh. give a damn if I was getting a bigger contract from the Jets. Fuck that. I was. Uh-uh. I, 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 I was. It just. A, it's a matter of priorities. Dude's got a ring, so it's a little. Maybe yeah. it's a little easier for him to make a decision like that. But like, I feel like the Jets were just thrown in there because they were the only team that was going to give up Which the assets like, for the Chiefs to make a trade like that happen. I feel like what we, we're going to, you and I, this will mm-hmm. be a, a side project for you and I to do later on at some point which is where mm-hmm. we just take a look do a, a bit of a, of a dive into who who we the teams that we think are going to be the worst teams going into next season the teams that like just looking at and like it's funny because off the top of your head you already have some names that are like there every year every year you yeah, the jets washington at the texans fuck them the texans I mean, they haven't been this every year, but Seattle, off the top of my head, is going to be absolutely oh, terrible year, next yeah. season. Uh, um, the Jaguars Atlanta. are iffy to me because I don't know what the, I don't know how Doug Peterson. I don't think anybody does. You know, mm. than, you know the, the people who get to see it. Uh, I don't know how Doug Peterson is going to bring along Trevor Lawrence, but if he does, think, they can be good because they've done they've done a pretty good job of bringing in guys. Mm-hmm. You know, they've had to pay more for them though because. Yeah. I think that's the thing is the guys that they overpaid for not going to look like overpays by the end of next season. No, they're not. Well, I mean, you know, you know who I think might look. Who, oh, God. I don't like man that Christian Kirk money is it's a lot of money. See, it's my thing though because this this is going to be the first time in his career that he was. I think he has number one receiver mm-hmm. skills. It's just. He's always been behind somebody else or with the quarterback who good point. You know, let's be honest. Uh well, what's his name? Kyler Murray is, is, is Kyler Murray is not improving. Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray has stayed the same. But you, you know what pisses me off about Kyler Murray though? He looks like an MVP like eight weeks out of the season, and then he just he it's is the product lines. of his coaches of his coach's system, but also part of it is I think with him is that unfortunately he he has a very big head about himself right now yeah a mass the the <laughs> fucking letter he took, put out oh that letter man when i read it to ulysses <laughs> he just couldn't like believe his his mind at what he was at what was i mean it was just insanely arrogant extremely full of it of itself <laughs> like i said he's not going to be a cardinal after next season i highly doubt it i can't no. I can't, I can't see it 
it, it it almost feels like it's a oh man i can't wait to get to, to this because this is the other thing that i have marked down because we're gonna have fun talking about zion it's very much reminds me of that kind of a situation with the pelicans where you're like oh they're not going to be together and you know they're not going to be together next year <laughs> or, or as soon as it's up but but back to the trade i think i think the chiefs did get the better end of this deal because they're not going to be paying 30 mm-hmm. million dollars a year they're going into a draft that's deep they have cap space to play around and they have extra picks. They can get a defensive player. They can get a, a wide receiver in this draft. They can get several of those if they wanted to. I think this is a move that's going to just make Kansas city better. It for me, it's just, it's not going to happen instantly though. No, it, it's the, the benefit to all of this is that you I think I, somebody brought this up that I, that I that I'm friends with. That I think Patrick Mahomes got way too dependent on Tyreek Hill, and I think it was holding his game back to an extent. And, okay, so it's good that you say that because that mm-hmm. remind that that was very much the thing that I I, I brought uh, I thought about uh, with um, with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams in the NFC Championship, where. Oh, he just would not throw to anybody else but but damn Devontae. Where it's like all of a sudden you realize these guys are a little too dependent on just one person. They're not going mm-hmm. through their reads. They're not looking, they're, they're missing open, they're missing guys who are getting open because they are so they're extremely used to their guy. Mm-hmm. And with Pat, you're right with Pat. I, you yeah, keep going on that point before I interrupted there. But um, oh no, you're good. But to, you know, Travis Kelsey. He's always he's a tight end. He's a safety valve tight end. You're not going to remove dependency from him. That's just you don't want to do that. No. But with with Tariq just on the perimeter, I think them losing Demarcus Robinson and Pringle and Hill, and now having to transition into Juju Smith Schuster and I'm assuming now because because when when the guys and I were were texting about that conference says, but they did get they did get Juju. So I don't Juju know what that means exactly. I feel it, although I, it, although I will say this, mm-hmm. it is a massive improvement when the worst thing that he does is TikTok dances. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. You know, I'm sure when mm-hmm. he goes home, it's a much more pleasant situation than in other places, other houses. Yeah, but we're not going to talk about that. But um, Juju is interesting. I think that's the my 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 opinion on all of the Steelers receivers because I think. Even though I, I I can't stand Chase Claypool, he's annoying to me. But hey, it is what it is. Between, between him, Deontay Johnson, and Juju Smith-Schuster, I feel like all of them were being held back by Big Ben, not being able to throw the ball well, down the field. Lack of when, abilities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because Big Ben, all three of those receivers are guys that are like stretch the field, fifty-fifty type receivers, and they, they were being they used as gotten, they would have gotten. The best out of ben, of a Ben when he had a uh, when he had a Santonio Holmes and when he mm-hmm. had a uh, like a Heinz Ward during that era when the when the dude could mm-hmm. throw the ball and was also not he was just shaking people off his body yeah when his arm wasn't literally dead yes <laughs> but, because his arm was literally dead but I think well I can't say Ju- that Deontay Johnson is I think Deontay Johnson excelled the most because of the system that they were in. But for Juju and Chase Claypool, I think they got held back by Big Ben a lot. I do have my criticisms of some of the stuff Juju does on the field because it just seems like sometimes he's not focused, which I feel like a lot of it had to do with the fact that I think a lot of them were just like, 
we got Big Ben throwing to us, so what are we going to be able to do? Yeah. Um, and then try to do too much on the field at times. Uh, so they got Juju on a one-year deal. It's a prove-it deal. If he, if he pans out, great. If not, they're probably going to draft a receiver either late in the first or with one of those second-round picks. Yeah. And you just fingers move on. Crossed, fingers crossed they fucking waste those picks and those guys are busts. Fingers fucking <laughs> crossed, man. I am I am hoping for hope that that of how many picks was that total? Uh they got in this year's class, they have an extra four picks. I think. All right. So that mm-hmm. means they have we have uh, eleven in total, I think. Eleven, okay. Yeah, something like that. All right, let's hope that only one out of those eleven hits. <laughs> All right, that that's that's Chiefs corner there, but no. So yeah, no. I I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see what the Chiefs look like in terms because okay, because the thing about Tyree Kill that he that he created for Patrick Mahomes that. I mean, it, it's ext- it's rare that there there's very few guys who do this. Is, is I mean, and, and let's be honest, Tyreek Hill is the fastest guy in the league, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, he create he he was just a you know that uh, the home run and mm-hmm. Patrick you know and Pat Mahomes was I think that like you said that was a problem is that he relied on him too much. How many times through the season did you hear analysts and football guys and did you also just see on the field where you're looking at him and you're like. Oh, he's just he's waiting and, and doing all his fancy stuff because he's waiting mm. for this guy to get open because yeah, you know, he he's a great talent and he's probably gonna and he's gonna be really good uh, in Miami. I, I think he's gonna be mm. really good. I don't know if Tua takes advantage of that, is able to take advantage of that. I don't know what uh, who knows what their what their offense is gonna look like because they have a new head coach. Mm. You know, it's gonna be. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. The thing for but me is... It is exciting that these things are happening. Oh, no, <laughs> no doubt. I think for the Chiefs, this is a good time for them, and this is a good this is a good thing for them. I think they need to reinvent their offense. At this point, I think they've gotten way too dependent on the big play, and a lot of that comes because they have Tariq. And, of course, the guys they got... They also don't run the ball. They can't run the no. ball. Well, they didn't have a good offensive line last year, so they had a lot to do with it. But true, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, but but I mean, going into the season, and I don't know how. I mean, I don't. I don't know. They the the they're a team that's so designed for passing that I don't know how that if it in one year they'll make that transition mm-hmm. to whatever this next phase of the offense will be. Well, uh, I don't think. I think I, well, I think well, I think a lot of that just depends on how on the draft. We'll we'll be able to decide that on the you know, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be a vast a, a massive transition either. I know that mm-hmm. much. You know, I don't think the transition for the Chiefs is going more run heavy. I think it's more no. more less. I got to get a, a big play every passes. play. Yeah, because Josh Gordon, while I still think he's talented, I know you brought this up the last time we recorded. There's no guarantee he's going to be as fast as he was before. So, yeah, you're not going to be able to stretch the field with him like you were would have been able to like four or five years ago, just from the fact that he hasn't played much. At least, um, until, yeah, and and we and they might get someone who can do that 
later mm-hmm. on, obviously in the draft, if there is a guy that they well, I mean, you have Miko, but I don't know if Miko is refined not... enough as a receiver to do that consistently with him. Yeah, it will. Mm-hmm. They're not. Let's just put it this way: Tyreek Hill is a one of a kind creature. Mm-hmm. I mean, his speed alone. Uh, you're not many guys. There aren't many people who are that fast. You know, there aren't that many people who are that fast and are able to use their speed to become an elite route runner. Mm-hmm. Well, to because, do what he does so precisely, mm-hmm. he's good on multiple levels. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, oh, go ahead. I'll no, go ahead. go ahead. You know, keep going. I was just saying, I feel like there's a lot of these guys that are like fast like that that don't know how to use their speed in a positive manner. Meaning, like they're they're quick, they but like. They can't control it. They don't know how to route run. They don't. Mm-hmm. I think that was the one thing that I think Deshaun Jackson was decent at route running enough to be as elite as he was for as long as he was. But and I don't think he like ever early responded. on in his career. He felt very mm-hmm. much as he, he would. It felt very much like he had less control. You're right about that, where he was. Mm-hmm. You knew what he was going to do. He was going to run straight. Mm-hmm. that's what Deshaun Watson was going to do. He was going <laughs> to run did. straight. And usually that and when he was coming into the league, that was mm-hmm. enough for him mm-hmm. because he was, he was that fast. Uh, but you're, it's going to be interesting to see how Miami, Miami. Yeah. Miami's probably the more interest, I think is the more interesting end of, for me, at least of what they're going to look like mm-hmm. because that team is, is so I expect it to be a I don't I don't know if I expect it to be good. I don't know what Tua is. That's my thing. Like I that, that's, that, that's why. Yeah. That's why mm-hmm. I can't figure it out. Based on what you've seen of Tua, what do you think of him? He 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 is 2AT Alex Smith in, in San Francisco. Like that is exactly who he reminds me of. I can't think of anything else but that like when you t- when you say Tua, i think of alex smith that got replaced by cap that's 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 the quarterback i think of it's funny the, with the unfortunate thing well alex smith went on to do some pretty good things with the chiefs for a while but because yeah. i'm wondering you know what is what does that mean for mariota you, you know i guess he's for Tua. For two, Mariota. I don't know why I said Mariota. Because, well, I've got him on the mind because that's another. That's oh another yeah, with the Falcons. Yeah. Uh, but oh, man, that's so weird. Uh, Tua. I, I don't know. I don't know what what. I don't know what to expect from him. Because I don't know how good their offensive line is going to be. I don't know how often he's going to have to be running for his life back there. I know Whoa. that he's got two. Mm-hmm good weapons outside on the out you know he's got two guys he can throw to three guys mm-hmm. he's got a tight end uh it's just i don't know how good that offensive line is going to be for him this year well getting connor williams and uh teron armstead will help with that that will a lot that will uh, i don't think it uh, fixes every problem they have on the offensive line but no because they were literally the worst one yeah that you've seen but, that I, I, in like the last few years that bad kind of like mm-hmm. th- them and the Bengals. And the main issue with the with Tehran that exists is that Tehran hasn't been able to stay healthy mm-hmm. the last three years. He's only played uh, what is it, sixty four out of his last ninety seven games. Um, so, you know, they're paying him a lot of money and hoping he can stay healthy. I hope for Tua's sake he can stay healthy. I, 
usually don't like seeing quarterbacks getting hit like that um, from lack of an adequate offensive line. And unless it's Big Ben, then it's okay. Well, you you know. No, no, it's okay to say it's okay. <laughs> we we embrace hate in our podcast. Oh boy, I tell you what, all I got to say about hate, that is that hate directed in 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 the right way. I am so glad I don't have to see them man play football every oh, year. I know. I know. That's all I have to say it's about finally that. Finally done. Now, you know, it's funny because he, to me, he was like a shadow over the whole division. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, now they have a new shadow. So let's start talking about that new shadow real quick. Yeah. Um, because I, I know we talked about Deshaun Watson arriving there mm-hmm. and all that. And so I, I, I think I'm tired of talking about Deshaun Watson. Uh, what it comes down to it is I will put it like this mo very the re- most recently the last yeah, few times actually that we've seen a uh, multitude of people accuse someone of something yeah mm-hmm. it turns out the multitude of people were right so i'm just going to i'm going to let myself fall on that side of the fence there and we're going to leave it at that on Deshaun Watson well, uh i guess i want to say one thing and this okay, is going to lead ahead. into the Baker Mayfield thing yeah 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 um, there you go cuz i i wanted to talk about Baker specifically I, I I've already stated. Well, I think I talked to Anthony about this in private. But I, what I'll say: a, the Browns are fucked up for saying that you wanted an adult at quarterback, and then bringing in Deshaun Watson, who, as I stated last time I was on the podcast, at best is, you know, doing what he's doing, and then and at getting best, away with it. and then getting away with it, and then two two. Basically, I don't I don't like Baker Mayfield. I'm not going to make that a secret. Um, and that's going to lead into a later conversation that I want to have about him. But like. Ba- Baker, why? the diff- Baker has not done anything to the degree of Deshaun oh, no. Watson. And, and that's absolutely not. That is I'm, I may not. And I, I know what you're that you don't like me either. And I'm on this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm in the exact same boat as you. I think what you're what you're saying is, is what you, to take somebody who has put themselves in that kind of situation and mm-hmm. and and after you said that you wanted someone who does who who is an adult, uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. It, it's ridiculous, and it's 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 disgraceful, and it lacks any kind of moral fiber to it whatsoever but then again as i just re- just heard on on a great podcast called, called time suck uh five percent one percent or so of, of the population are like psychopaths i think it was psychopaths not sociopaths i could be wrong and if i'm wrong i'm wrong mm-hmm. fact check me whatever uh when it gets to like ceos and businessmen that number jumps up to like five percent so mm-hmm. you know these the people running the browns they're not and then the people that are running the Browns are analytics guys, so they're cold and calculating to begin with. I don't like mm-hmm. any of it. I just don't like any of it. <laughs> you, you, I know you had a point. I got worked yeah. up. Please go oh ahead. no, I was just saying like it, 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 it's. I get a lot of people are saying which is true. Uh, Baker's trash and has no leverage or blah blah blah, which is something oh, yeah, yeah. you know. Like I said, I'm gonna talk about later. But it's insane to me to see how the Browns handled that situation. With the Falcons, which we'll talk about later, uh, that was a different thing, according to Matt Ryan. So I'm just going to go based off of what he said. But but, um, but see, at the end of the day, the Browns are the one who made the deal. And exactly. Deshaun is there. And, and you gave up all did, that 
those assets they gave up all of that and not only that on top of that you pretty much so here's what's going to happen if any one of those those uh civil lawsuits goes in favor or not in favor in favor of deshaun watson he has to pay up anything all of that's been paid by the browns already Yep. Because in my mind, and I'm and I know a lot of other people's minds, I was listening to it to a lot of callers on radio shows, and uh, I've been seeing tweets and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, all that money that that pay raise is essentially, hey, we know that you're probably going to have to pay some of these things. We're taking care of it for you. Yeah, because they know That's, they overpay for them. Oh, I mean, all of that guaranteed money that he's going to be getting. Mm-hmm. It's just. That, my friends, is uh, is American values at their finest. It, the thing that made me sick of, that, that got me was the the first year of the contract. One million. Yeah. Come on now. Because they know he's going to be suspended. It, it, the <laughs> For the Browns. You should be forced so, so, to eat. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I get it. I, I get it. They need to eat all of that shit. If, you, if you're going to. Sign the Browns should be contract. paying like three hundred million dollars to this guy because of of all of that. I mean, granted, you I'm- should be forced to pay the same that contract. You should not be allowed to backload a contract like that. Yep. And the fact that the NFL is letting that happen, yeah, is full of shit. Whether he's guilty, whether he's guilty or not, why are you even allowing them to do that? Because as the NFL, you've already said that it's still on the table that he can be suspended even after he wasn't indicted. So why are you allowing the Browns to get away with essentially not having to oh, face any he's not punishment? Gonna, he's going gonna, gonna, to gonna be suspended and miss and not get paid what his $1 million that he's making this year. And there's no guarantee he gets suspended for the whole season. No. Anyway. They, of course. Because this of is first, his first offense. So he probably only gets, what, three or four games? It's very hard to be an NFL fan a lot of the time. It's very hard. I, I like that they're – I know – I love the game. I, I know mm-hmm. that there's a lot of great players, and there's more great ones than there are bad ones. Uh, a lot more great ones. Uh, good ones, I should say. I'm interested to see what comes from that – this lawsuit with Brian Flores. I know I said it before, but I feel like there's a lot of stuff that's going on that it, that I just will only become uncovered. Once it gets to the discovery level of 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 a case of a of, of uh, if it gets there, it has to get through a lot of hoops to get to that to where they all of a sudden the, the NFL can't say no, you can't look at our stuff because no, now legally we can look at your shit. Uh, at mm-hmm. least that's the basics of the very 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 basics of law that I do. Un- well, I was gonna be a lawyer one day, uh, but that didn't happen. Anyways. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm not, I, I could not. Uh, have you, do you see what yeah. lawyers are doing right now, or like it, and all this stuff? I could not do that, man. I have, a, I have a friend. I have a couple of friends that went to law school, and I just hear them talking. I'm like, there is no fucking way I could ever subject myself to that shit. Well, it's just a matter of ever. there's so many like, I don't know. I, I understand that there are a lot of lawyers who do good stuff and 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 mm. try to help good people, but you, there's a lot of other stuff, and yeah. Look, if I'm going to go into law, I'm probably going to want to make a lot of money. So I'd probably end up trying mm-hmm. to do corporate law. I don't. Okay, we're not talking about how I would have sold out. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't sell out. I, I couldn't bring myself to do that. But the Browns did. The Browns morally sold out. Uh, it the disgust. You know what really, really is disgusting, Daryl? Though, is mm-hmm. 
these whole grown ass men are putting themselves into a frenzy like a bunch of just love struck teenagers trying to to claw over every other gm every other team to get this guy they're all <laughs> scrambling for him it's 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 desperate and it's pathetic and i hate that it'll probably work out for the browns but the, the thing the thing that this for me it's like i don't i feel like he shouldn't he shouldn't have been allowed to be traded or released or anything until everything was done with the legal proceedings and then you act from there well the, the, the legal the, proceedings the are problem, not done though. but the, the problem is is that the nfl's in, in their rule book it, it isn't legal proceedings it's not also it, it's specifically criminal you know the nfl pa probably would have been like oh no you're not gonna do that because yeah and it's and it's it is rough because every time i think to myself yeah but that's not smart uh mm-hmm. I, I I look at I, I think about it. I'm like, yeah, but I also get why they have to do this because mm-hmm. it because you cannot give the NFL that kind of power. Uh, because because I mean, honestly, I hate to say it, giving anything up to the NFL at this point is just dangerous to the players. Yeah, you know. So Very. I understand why the 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 ML the the NFLPA has to they have to play hardball. They even though I'm sure they know the guy, you know, they they have feelings about it themselves as mm-hmm. people, you know. Uh, they you know, they have to act like, as a conglomerate because if they like you said, if they yeah. give the NFL any leeway, then they're basically fucking everybody instead of just fucking that one person. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it, it's, that's kind of the problem with, not the problem, that's, that's the way that game is played, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's move on from that. And let's, let's talk about something fucking good, man. Something really good. And I know you're happy about this. I'm yes, happy about it. Sir. Because I am one of those yes, people. I, I'm sir. firmly in the camp of, um, of always have like having liked Matt Ryan and always having thought, Hey, he's a really, 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 he's a hall of fame quarterback in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, unfortunately he doesn't have a ring, but he's got an MVP and he's got an appearance and I mean, granted, the, resume and the guy, the guy can't, yes, it does. And the guy can't, well, okay. The problem is Eli Manning totally threw all that off by winning well, two Super Bowls and being a dullard, but, but he was good, it, in, but he's a hall of famer though. You know, yeah. he is. Well, I mean, Eli will get in because at the end of the day, he got two rings and then he got the Pro Bowls and he had like a couple of all pro. But but, he was good enough. But more importantly, Mm -hmm. he beat Mm -hmm. Tom Brady twice and he beat him when he was perfect. (laughs) Like those that that, I mean, holy shit, dude, I would I actually would rather be Eli Manning than Dan Marino. I, I, would, I, would, I would love to have just a long conversation about Elon Man and, and his career and how man because it's so of, weird. It's so fucking weird. So, it's Co- so weird. Co- no, Kaufman and I have done this. He knows mm-hmm. we have talked at length about Eli Manning, and we've mm-hmm. determined one thing. That man, well, okay, he again he he throws wrenches and things because he threw a wrench this season in my whole theory on him, because mm-hmm. my whole theory was he's clearly an idiot savant. He's mm-hmm. a dullard in the rest of his life, <laughs> but when you put a football in his hand and a pressure, oh, he's no, also I, a dullard. He's a he's a dullard most of the time in football too. Mm-hmm. But if you put him in a pressure playoff situation, 
He's but I think I think that Eli is smarter off the field oh, no. than he is anything. That, why? That's exactly why I said he threw. He's done nothing but throw wrenches in every theory I come up with him about him. <laughs> like, it just I used to think he was he was like Festus, where you would turn it, you would just say the right thing, and he would go <laughs> boom, right? But most of the time, you're just getting the guy right. It's, I'm looking at his body no. stats over his career and i'm looking at some of these seasons and i'm like damn that dude looks elite and then i'm looking at some of these other seasons and i'm like holy shit this dude sucks but so much of it also has to do with look at what the browns the browns look at what the giants were putting around him in those years in some years yeah he had some years he had really good players yeah and, then and it some showed years when he... they went 12 and 4 and he mm. had like uh what uh he had um the one who used to do the dance Oh, Victor, Victor Cruz. It was Victor Cruz. That was uh, that was Akeem after Nicks. Plexico went to jail. Yeah, he had Akeem Nix. Uh, he he had the uh, Mario Manningham boss was at good. tight end. Was, was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manningham was good. He made the catch in the Super Bowl. So, mm-hmm. uh, but but you know, I mean, he I don't know who he had at, at running back at that point. Where they do? I think it was still Bradshaw. Like, yeah. Okay. And he was he was good, but he was never. Great, you know what I, you know what I yeah. mean. Mm-hmm. Felt like they were always. It always felt like they were. They didn't have always have the best roster around him. The Giants always did a good job, at least in the Eli era, building a defense that was good enough for a mediocre offense to get to a Super Bowl. True, but I, I really think that it would. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Mm-hmm. But it but their offense been, was never built fully to a standard that would lend to you being elite. And that's why I give Eli some, like a lot of leeway sometimes because sometimes their offense wasn't he all that. In spite of a lot of his own team at times. I mean, his own offense at times. Of his hell, in the, Super, the first Super Bowl they won, David Tyree was in the game. And after that season, he was gone. I don't think he ever that's played. It. Yeah, no, that was it. So, yeah, which is, which is, Mine, oh man, we—that's an episode to do on on just uh, those weird fucking things about sports, those weird facts about sports, because that's a weird like that's such a weird thing. Is that 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 is one of the most replayed, if not the most replayed, at least in the last decade for sure, uh, Super Bowl highlight of all time, and he's a part oh, of yeah. it, and now and he just disappeared from the league. I mean, but when you think about like the the nature of that catch, like. What it's all fuck? luck. <laughs> that, that was just fucking insane. I can't, so I I can't get say it, that but... skill either because it's literally no. maybe I did, maybe I didn't, and he did. <laughs> literally, I think who was it on? Who, was it Harrison gave up? Uh, what's his name? Oh, that prick on NBC. What's his name? What's his first oh, name? Oh, Rodney Harrison. Yeah, Rodney. Yeah, he was literally. He always talks about it. He says, "Because um, I think they brought David Tyree on to do like a playoff game for the Giants or something." Mm-hmm. He says, "I was always at one inch away from getting that catch because that should have been picked off." Yeah, and like honestly, if that throw wasn't put where it was put, he doesn't catch that either. So that's the other thing I wanted to talk about on that is just mm-hmm. Eli escaping. First of all, after being, it's a miracle that the refs didn't whistle that play dead. Mm-hmm. First of all they could have there was long enough to do that right oh yeah but for him to slip away and then just <laughs> oh, man. 
One of the greatest moments. Here we are. Y'all got me talking good about Eli Manning and the Giants. (laughs) Not not the Giants. Not the Giants. Just Eli Manning. I've told Mm -hmm. Kaufman before. It's like the difference between Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington Commanders and the Giants and how I feel about them is that at the very Mm -hmm. minimum, bare minimum, I at least respect the Giants. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the I have Giants zero respect for I. I have negative respect for the other two. With Friends, the they, Giants, they it's have like negative respect about us, about me, mm-hmm. you know, about my team. With, but with the Giants, it's always been, I guess, more respectful. It seems like between the, the rivalries between the they, divisional they just rivalries, seem like they've had. Uh, part of it is, oh, man, that's true. Well, because it but, felt like the Giants always just were. They were just different. They were. They mm-hmm. just are different. I mean, like Washington and Philly, Philly are like, rings. you know, I think that helps. Granted, yeah. Washington has three, but Washington always still. The thing is, Washington hasn't been anywhere near even close to good since like 1991. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the best they've been was with what Kurt recently. And he, you know, he's not all that. So, you know, he's not. No, he absolutely is not. Even though. Uh, I, even though I'm like Kirk, I will say that they fucked up not giving him that contract extension a couple of years ago. Well, he's the best thing that they would have at the very, at the very, you know what? They at the very least would have won that division in those down years. They would have been a perennial playoff team, and maybe you slip up and, and look and into a Super Bowl. Even if they weren't, they were going to be one of those teams that always is always hovering around nine, seven, two, mm-hmm. 11, and five, mm-hmm. you know, because they play in a division that, that, Hold on, I, I think I got far, a little too far back, but yeah, they play in a division that that's pretty weak. But anyways, I, yeah, yeah, we're kind of we're we're distracted on that because uh, we fell down a deep rabbit hole there of yeah. Eli Manning. That is weird. Just yeah. Uh, oh, I, I do can do that. With oh, these. we didn't even we start about talking Ryan. about. We didn't even really start talking about Matt Ryan because <laughs> we we I asked if he was a Hall of Famer. Or mm-hmm. we started talking about Eli Manning and the Hall of Fame and totally mm-hmm. just Matt Ryan is a fucking cult. How does how does it feel to have a competent human being behind who isn't dead in the eyes and ginger? You know, you know? by the time well, we got Philip Rivers, it was too late. He was starting to fall off. He he still put up good numbers, but if you watched him play sidearm man yeah but if you watched him play you knew like this isn't 06 07 philip rivers it was it was cooked at that point um carson wentz washed up this is what it is uh shot think about this real quick with carson Hmm. he he's literally been turned away from everyone that ever gave him a chance yeah <laughs> and it is extreme as as much as like i i don't dislike him i i i, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think well, i do the person i don't know if i do isn't he an anti-vaxxer the the thing that pissed me off with him and why i was so glad that the coach traded him was that he had a bad game against the patriots but you know what he didn't get the Colts in trouble he was asked but he didn't get him in trouble mm-hmm. he goes and gets COVID the week of I think it was either the, the the Raiders. It was a Raiders game. You weren't vaccinated. Him and Darius Leonard uh, pissed me off because and Zach and Zach Pascal because you weren't vaccinated. You talked all this shit during the season about not being vaccinated, especially Darius Leonard. 
And then Darius Leonard and Carson Wentz put up two of their worst performances of the season when they needed him the most. And my thing is, I know a lot of people are saying, oh, well, the rumor about him not being a good locker room leader wasn't necessarily true because a lot of the players liked him. Somebody can like you and also recognize you're not a good leader. So it's that old question and, and people, person. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know who the fuck you are out there that might hear mm-hmm. this one day. Even even if we end up in some post-apocalyptic world <laughs> and, and you find the you find my what's left of my phone where I am sociopathically listening to my own podcast. Uh when you find this, heed these words specifically when you decide it's time to choose a leader and your your civilization is at that point again. Never vote for the person you would like to have a beer with. Thank you. Thank okay, you. ever. Thank you. Which is the whole idea of of that of what you're saying there. It's like with Carson Wentz, you can put him in that situation of would I like to have a beer with him? Maybe. Would I like for him to be my quarterback? Not so much. Because I'm not saying that him and Darius Leonard are bad people. I don't. I don't know them. And no. from everything I've heard, of everybody likes them. But in terms in in, in in order to be a leader, you have to make decisions that sometimes you don't even want to make for the betterment of your team. The Colts were mm-hmm. solely in a playoff position before the whole team gets COVID, and then they come back and they play like shit. And that goes for By some the way, of the people on the offensive line, too. That's, that was the issue. With, that was the, the big issue with Aaron Rodgers that eventually turned into morphed into his this super whatever. Well, Rodgers is even Rodgers is a person I don't like be, because. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, he, exactly where, where he just decided i'm gonna i'm gonna lean into shit. it and i'm gonna piss people off because i think it's funny because that's the reason Carmen. that's the reason why i don't even think he believes in 90 no, percent no no because aaron Rodgers is that person who i've said it before and i'll say it again he's that guy mm-hmm. who walks into a room and has to be the smartest person in that room he's that person who has to he has to have one over on everyone else and mm-hmm. the moment that that really really hits you is when you realize when you think about Oh, the wording thing that he got away with, and just remember, you know, he 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 didn't use the word. He didn't. They never asked him about vaccinated or any of that stuff. Who well, I'm immunized. Was immunized, but fucking. God. Anyways, back to Carson Wentz. You're. I, I keep going on 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 your take on this guy. But I mean, not Carson Wentz. I meant mm. the, the whole thing that we're talking about. <laughs> So to round it to round it back though, it's so refreshing to have somebody in Matt Ryan who has proven that he's been a great leader despite the Falcons. Literally the year they went to the Super Bowl, they had, I think they had a bottom five defense in the NFL. He doesn't have that in Indianapolis. He's always had a bottom five offense. He's had a bottom five offensive line in, in Atlanta the last, what, five seasons? He doesn't, Matt Ryan has been good to that team, mm-hmm. that franchise, exactly. in a way that it, it, think about how, you know, Aaron Rodgers – decided he you know he was going to raise hell because he didn't he didn't get what he wanted russell wilson decided he wanted out because he did kyler murray uh, see what well, russ has been quiet but but the thing about mm-hmm. matt uh, but i think the the point because they're all you know i think russ is justified personally mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. the other two not so much but my my point is that the organization took for granted how mm-hmm good he was in terms of never raising raising a stink when they were putting shit around him 
as bad as that team was at point, especially this Look season. Look at what he played with this season. He had that. Can you pull up his numbers? Because if, if I'm correct, he only threw 20 touchdowns and like 12 picks. He had uh 3,900 yards, 20 touchdowns, and 12 picks. Yeah, but I think he got which hurt. Is, but but he didn't play the, but, at some point as he well. Did, you know, he didn't. But that is. But that's a that's a low point for his career. Mm-hmm. He, he that that's when you look at the roster on that team, it's like this is why I never thought that Deshaun Watson was going to end up with the Falcons mm-hmm. because why would he want to go to that team? Why would anyone want to go to that team when that's the when your best player is Cordell Patterson and how old is he? 32, I think. 31, a journey, a journey, a, 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 again, yes, he's a talented player, but a journeyman wide receiver is your best mm-hmm. player. And and you have to remember that the Falcons were playing well until Calvin Ridley yeah. had that. Which and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not here to do this, but apparently he was having mental, mental issues during the season. He was he was yeah sitting out just fine. Now everything has happened since then. But does no. that, doesn't everything that happened? It's funny because it's a major thing in a, in mm-hmm. in an over in a macro level of what it means for. Mm-hmm this partnership that the nfl has with gambling but on a micro level in terms of the individual at this point you probably you most people are probably saying calvin ridley who because so much has hit them which is kind mm-hmm. of shitty because mm-hmm. then the, the, there's a story there it mm-hmm. isn't it the story isn't just calvin ridley there's so much more to it but because of things that like what the other like the matt ryan stuff and all this other things that we just went through it's yeah it's just gonna kind of get over forgotten about for the most part yeah well until a suspension comes down for him yeah. but um just with everything that happened and your best receiver being a rookie tight end who it took him weeks to get adjusted to the nfl and i think at times they ended up trying to force feed him to make that pick make sense because it it didn't make sense in retrospect it, for what at, they at the point and for it really need. doesn't make sense now um, well, because now, because what is the point of bringing in this guy who you're gonna mm-hmm. have on a rookie deal mm-hmm. to play with nobody? No, to play with possibly Marcus Mariota, who hey, it might work out for him. Who mm-hmm. uh, I, I say this hope just because I like the guy, but it's not mm-hmm. gonna work out. He's a backup quarterback. What I will say about Marcus you know, Mariota, he's talented. I think he's very talented, and Arthur Smith. I think did a great job last year of getting the most out of that team that he could because they did not they were not talented enough. Dude. Now, Mariota is inconsistent. We know that, and he's had injury problems in his career. So I don't know what version of Mariota we're gonna get now. Do, if we get healthy Mariota, which he has not played significant, you know, time in a long time. So if we get healthy Mariota, then maybe this works out and they have a bridge quarterback for the next two years. They're bringing a rookie either this year or next year that the, can transition from Mariota once they eventually let him walk. Ironically, but, the best they can hope for in a situation like this is, is a, is maybe like maybe a Tannehill era under that mm-hmm. where they can serve as they're good enough to get you by for the next mm-hmm. two seasons, three seasons, I two seasons. Cause they're, it wouldn't be bad. To, I, I don't know. I, I know that they all want to jump on the rookie deal, but some of these guys, I don't think, I don't think all of these guys would be such massive busts at times if they weren't, first of all, they weren't taken so early. 
you know, because a lot of them shouldn't be. And secondly, if they weren't always thrown into the fire so quick, I don't think everybody's immediately ready to play. You know, well, I think that's why Detroit is such a good destination for somebody Malik. like a Malik Willis or a Kenny Pickett because Jared Goff is a starter, starter quality, quote unquote, quarterback who you don't have to rush him out because nobody has expectations for the Lions to be good. They were they weren't good, but I mean, they were decent enough to be competitive a lot of the time. Just run of the year with Jared Goff. If Jared Goff is completely stinking it up, then you can put, you know, Willis in there at the end of the season once he's had but, some but time. But here's with the thing, the, though. Hmm. If he is stinking it up, take the then you and play for it. I was going to say, take the damn earlier pick. Yeah. Take the earlier pick and position yourself because here's the other thing. And, and you know what? I, I really do think they, they should take Malik Willis. The interesting thing about Malik Willis. Mm-hmm. Have you pulled pull up his draft profile if you can? I don't know if you can get if you can find it. Um, it but should be up on the uh, NFL at this point because because uh, he's done his pro day and all of it. Because he really is the perfect quarterback to land in Detroit. Uh, so he is, according to NFL.com, is usually pretty. They do a pretty good analysis. I do yeah. not want them to access my fucking location later. So he has a 6.41 grade, which means will become a good starter within two years. He is six foot tall, 219. He ran a, I don't have his 40 time up, I don't think. But there is something that, there's something that, that constantly pops up when, when you read draft profiles about him and mm-hmm. it's the, that he's very much a project quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the kind of team that can take that kind of a quarterback. Yeah, so his it's NFL comparison is Jay Cutler with his arm talent and then Jalen Hurts with his play style, um, which some people would say, are you really willing to take that in the top 10? You know who was a big project real quick? Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat Mahomes had a lot of projects yeah. about him. Uh, a lot of people, their thing was that uh, it was just that – he was going to take maybe two years to develop and Mm -hmm. look at what happened. It's at this point, don't be the team that didn't take the guy. That this is my thing with, with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, with, with Malik Willis is that it's, it's tough because I I see so much promise in him and I see the, the peak, but I also see the floor and the floor is ugly. Oh, it is very ugly. Of course, <laughs> but, but here, but this is why maybe Detroit can pull it off mm-hmm. because if it doesn't work out, well, then they just restart. This you know who Malik Willis reminds that. me of? Young Carson Wentz. Because it was the same thing, the same issues that, that Wentz has to this day are the same problems that Malik are coming into the league with. It's the mechanics. Because whenever he gets under pressure, he has this bad habit of his mechanics like changing severely and it fucks him. Um, same thing with uh Zach Wilson, who I thought got taken way too high last year. Um, not with not with uh 
With Fields so much, Fields' thing is I think he's too confident in his athletic ability and it gets he's him in trouble raw, a lot. He's too raw. He doesn't have he, he he doesn't have a lot of feels like he's rough on the technique side of things. On mm-hmm. the on the on the stuff honestly, on the stuff that can be taught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the good, that's the good that is that's real quick about Justin Fields. That's the great thing about him is that he everything that he seems to be lacking in mm-hmm. is stuff that can be taught. I think you even saw it at the end of last season. Like he started to get a little rhythm about him. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. it doesn't help that he's running for his life half the time. Well, that first and game then, against the Browns, bro, that was embarrassing. So that was embarrassing. Bad, that, man, Matt Nagy should have been fired on the spot. Exactly. For even putting should, your young quarterback in that situation, they should not have allowed him on the goddamn plane. He because, shouldn't have been on the field until the end of the year. Yeah, that's why you signed Andy Dalton. And you have Andy Dalton, you had Nick Foles, you, you had this, 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 oh my God. The, the I like the people that the Bears have brought in. I've read, uh, I did, I've read up on them and they seem like they're competent individuals. But I don't feel like they're doing enough in terms of free agency moves to fucking help. But did, they did passed the Bears, up on every big uh, offensive lineman, every big receiver. Like I'm just. You're, you're starting to wonder what are you doing then? Are they going to try to build through the draft and have this team I go together? It's commendable, but Justin Fields is your starter now, so he I needs help I, see, now I, to help I, develop. The way I've always seen it with, with that kind of thing, if you're building a team the way that they want to do it, the mm-hmm. only spot you don't just rely solely on the draft in is your offensive line. If you have a quarterback exactly. like that, at the very least – Bring in two two quality veterans and then maybe draft guys around them. Remember mm-hmm. for a while when the Cowboys were drafting Zach Martin and and mm-hmm. Tyron Smith and um, and Travis Frederick and mm-hmm. all you know you have all these. It was kind of like one after the other after the other, but you didn't all happen in one go. But in the meantime, you still had other th- other you know at the very least something decent so that your guys aren't getting completely eaten alive mm-hmm. which is hard to you know yeah that offensive line is going away slowly and tyron smith <laughs> can't stay on the field anymore for a season and it yeah but anyway it's it's uh, always crazy to me to see the talent that the the talent that they had but also can't the, their <laughs> lack of ability to build a defense is insane because because it felt like they were they never had the they had rob ryan defensive coordinating yeah look at the guys (laughs) that they were bringing in to coordinate their defenses a lot of them Mm. were guys that were just not they were they were just all subpar and then what happens when you bring in a guy who's a defensive guru Mm -hmm. oh it turns out that uh you know they're actually pretty uh, a lot better and you know now they have some talent when you draft some talented defensive players but anyways how do you matt ryan and the colts how do you think how do you think it's going to work out with what because your team is built to win so my main concern is left tackle very weak there right now um they can address that in the draft which would not be a big problem because they have a pretty solid offensive line outside of left tackle, but that is his blind side. And I don't want it to be protected by somebody who doesn't know what they're doing yet. Plus you only have two years with them at three years at the most. Um, and maybe two more good years, elite years of football, maybe. Um, but 
if they can go in the draft and get the receivers that they need to get. Um, Real quick, you, did you see how much Matt Ryan is pretty much worth? Because it's 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 by the way, it's something to smile at. Uh, Twenty five, or is I think it's fifty million over two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's isn't it, it, Atlanta eating that contract this year this season? If I'm correct, they because let's see. I don't know. I don't know actually. I don't know if Atlanta's eating that money. I think they are. I mean, it seems like something they would do. They would have to do. I mean, if I'm look, if I'm the Colts, that's that's going to be a condition of it. Mm-hmm. Because the Falcons are not quick. in marketing. Huh? Colts. I'm gonna look up that trade real quick. Okay. Yeah, you should yeah. do that because I'm because I'm looking Man. at uh, trade. And I'm gonna look at the Colts. Uh, cap room. That's exactly what I was pulling up right now. So uh, because the Colts, the Colts are, will be taking on. Uh, so right now the Colts have fifteen million dollars in cap space. Okay, so they're eating, they're eating twenty one mil off of that contract. They're, they're eating means, up twenty four mil this year. Um, which is the the one year of, of this because that his base mm-hmm. salary seventeen million, and then he's got that roster bonus of seven. Mm-hmm. So that's the so, twenty four. They 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 eating up half of his contract, which yeah, is middle so, of the road. I mean, look, mm-hmm. Dak Prescott's getting paid forty. You know, Aaron Rodgers is getting is getting paid over forty. You know, there it's like yeah. it's like the Pat Mahomes deal. That mm-hmm. shit is a bargain now, and they haven't for yeah. ten years, bro. I somebody's it, people it were is, saying it when they did the deal, and I was like, you know, I really don't know because I. You know, I really didn't know how much the cap was going to inflate, but from day one, mm-hmm. I, I, I thought it was a good move because for, because it did both of the, both things where you've locked mm-hmm. him up for a decade, and, and it, you and mm-hmm. at that time that pattern was going on where it was literally next man up on ter- mm-hmm. in terms it didn't matter how good you were. It just it was next man up. You're all of a sudden you're now the highest paid quarterback. Because uh, Matt Ryan at one time was the highest paid quarterback, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it was just jarring the amount of money he got. Yeah. Um, but looking at it now with 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 Rogers getting like what forty something guaranteed, it's like well, because when you say what five four hundred and something million dollars. Mm-hmm. That in itself, as a whole, is a fucking mass. It's a half a billion dollars, right? But mm-hmm. when you really think about it, it's like, yeah, but it's stretched out over a decade. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So in the end, it, it it's much more. Obviously, it is much more affordable. Uh, but the, the Chiefs are absolutely getting a bargain for Pat, and they're going to keep getting mm-hmm. one. Like, oh yeah, and he. I and think he, he knew should, that when he took I mean, the contract. Oh, Pat Mahomes, uh, if, if there's one thing I cannot criticize is that the guy wants to win and will do what he needs to do to win. And mm-hmm. I think that includes not being the highest paid quarterback in the league, because guess what? You're making a fuck ton more off the field anyways. Yeah. You know, that's how these guys do it. That's what you do. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like you think Jordan made tons and tons and tons of money in his career. No. Well, he didn't, he but he also um, fucked over teammates and in substitution of taking less money but uh that's true but but mm-hmm. but my but but i guess overall what i mean is 
He's made most of his all money the, off of his shoe. All that money that he made, if you added it up all his career, that that's nothing compared to everything he's made off. Dude's a billionaire. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Ed owns a team and he's fine. Um, but but on the field wise, how do you think the product's gonna look for the Colts? Well, you're gonna have a quarterback who a lot of which and a lot of people don't talk about this with Matt Ryan, a lot of his interceptions came off of tip passes. Uh, it was some receivers that just were not good. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting on the other moves that are supposed to be made. They still have a hole at left tackle receiver um, and all of that. Right. But I, I just, it's so comforting. If this, if this team is like it was last year, essentially minus what T Y and Jack Doyle, I think with Matt Ryan, other with Matt Ryan in place, and not Carson Wentz, this team was a playoff team last year. Plus, hey, um, Jonathan Taylor's still there, running back. Um, wow. n- I know, I think Naheem Hines is still Hines is still there as well. If I'm thinking, if I'm thinking correctly, so, um, you know, at least a playoff team with him at quarterback. Now, everything they do from here on out is going to determine whether they are a Super Bowl contender or yeah. a first-round exit. It is um, nice, though, going into the draft, having your quarterback. Yes, it is. It, and not it, it's refreshing because – Reaching for one or trading up to get Matt Corral, and I don't uh, think he's a first-round quarterback, in my opinion. That's just me. Look, look, it's a weak quarterback class. Yeah. And, and and usually we and honestly weak doesn't mean that they're that some someone might not turn out great. It just there's only two quarterbacks I think instantly. should be taken in the first round in this draft. Well, and no, well, I know Carolina's taking one of them. Well, they have to. They need some. Yeah, what else are they gonna do? You know, I mean, you're <laughs> we'll gonna ride do it the, out you're with him. You're gonna have to ride it out with Sam Darnold for the year. Be yeah. bad and have your rookie sit is what I say. But uh, real quick. Because uh, obviously we 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 had some tangents that went weird. Uh, let we'll we'll close this off. I guess we're it's just going to be NFL this time, uh, mm-hmm. so we can move on to the WrestleMania recap, and uh, we'll maybe we'll talk a little NBA there to you know as we head out on that one. But uh, well, mm-hmm. actually, we'll, we'll we'll just save the NBA for another day uh, mm-hmm. when it's really really spicy. Although, okay, I'm going to present you two options. Mm-hmm. You can only have one. Do you want to talk about Baker? Or do you want to talk about Zion Williamson? I'd rather talk about Baker. Okay. The Zion conversation is kind of tiring, tiring at this point for me personally. Um, but All I want, the only thing I want to say about that is if you're if, mm-hmm. to the people who are saying that Zion is a bust, stop yourselves. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm glad you said that. This man literally, last time he was on the court, was averaging 27 and 7. Please, and, and if you saw the video of him yesterday doing that dunk, I know he was on a on a padded court, but mm-hmm. the dude, just the torque he had in that dunk and how high he got up coming off of a foot stretch. I don't think people realize how bad an injury like that is. What's bad? A foot, a, a, a foot stretch, a, a foot stress. A stress fracture in your foot is one of the worst injuries you can have as an athlete, especially as a basketball player. Um, and like when he comes back, he's going to be a top 30 player in the NBA, at least. 
And all of this conversation will be dead. Now, the thing about him and how he handled the situation with him and CJ not talking to him in two weeks. um, I do disagree with that. And I think a lot of that is because I think he's real young and doesn't know what he's doing. And that's too many people. When Mm -hmm. we we, we mentioned how uh, when you're young, you don't know that that thing about burning bridges. Mm -hmm. You don't know about, I mean, not that you... Not that you don't know, but it's a lot easier to be unprofessional mm-hmm. when you're that young. If at least on on your own end, it's it's just you kind. Of, it can be easy to blow off uh, and and just kind of approach things not the right way. Because honestly, the problem with Zion, I think, is we all know he doesn't want to be there. The thing well, is, that was is, evident from the lottery. Well, that's <laughs> when evident he was from like, the moment you see his face when he realizes there well, he's not going to New York. Which mm-hmm. kid, you don't want to go to New York, but fine. Well, because he even he even wanted to here's go to uh, Atlanta to play with Trey. Here's the thing, I you know what's going to happen? The Knicks are going to get fleeced. That's what's oh yeah. Happen. Just watch. Oh no, the Knicks are going to get taken to the fucking house, and the Pelicans <laughs> will be good in three years. Just watch. And all of it is going to be, and I hate to say it, but Zion is going to have to be dealing with trying for the play in every season. Possibly. Oh, well, okay, better than that. he's going to be a lower seed because the Knicks are the Knicks. And I, I the Knicks have a the, good roster. It's the person who is the head of that roster. It's the Knicks. But I feel like 99, 75, 50% of the problems are on Julius Randle. Okay. And the other 50 are are Tibbs. If Tibbs is the head coach and Zion is there, it's not going to work. If Tibbs is there involved right at all yeah. in the organization at any level, it's not going <laughs> to work out. Because they that's just not a style that will ever they, they will never mesh well. Uh, if I were him, I would do my damnedest to get sent somewhere like Atlanta or uh, Dallas. I mean, it would be interesting to see how he played with Luca. Uh, yeah. But if you put those two on a team together, mm-hmm. I mean, the dude's been living in Portland. Maybe he'll go to Portland. No, I, I don't think anybody <laughs> would go to Portland. Uh, but yeah, Zion, it's going to be interesting to see. Again, I really think that he should have tried to make the best of a bad situation, uh, at least until his contract was up, you know, mm-hmm. or, or or ask for a trade straight up. My, my thing was, if you're going to... You're gonna do it. Strong arm your way out. If you are, I, I, I know, and I know, mm-hmm. it, it know there's baggage that there is a lot that comes with that. Mm-hmm. But in the long run, you'll probably you probably would have been better off. To end this talk about the NBA, I just want to talk about the Kyrie thing. Yes, uh, him gonna be allowed to play home games as soon as tomorrow. Um, James Harden, you probably should have waited. Just a little bit longer. Because <laughs> now I'm you're going to be forced to be a primary ball handler with a bad hamstring. Not a good combination. Wait, wait. And they're going to play the Nets at some point. And Kyrie's going to. They might, gonna, anyway, they and might Kyrie, play them in the first round. Kyrie's going to embarrass him. Oh, bro, you know Kyrie's going for fucking Kyrie 40 every is night. Going, Kyrie is going to break his ankles. Speaking at of some which. Point, Speaking of which, I have the game by the way. Oh, bro, he I watched that whole game. When Trey destroyed that man. Oh, when Trey uh cooked um Taj Gibson. 
cooked. He didn't just cook him. He like he left him in the oven too long, man. Like holy shit, bro. Taz he was Gibson the pizza that I tried to make ago. earlier. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. He should have. He should have. That, that that's bad. a name that when I look when I when I get on when I get really high and look at basketball reference and just start going through <laughs> rosters and his name pops up and I'm like, whoa, what is he still doing in the league? That's one of those names. Hell, I don't I don't ever get high and I still wonder that every time I see his name. It's what like, are you doing? It's like it's like uh it's like uh who is it? Is it Haslam who's been around forever? Well you D's I wish he would retire and become a coach, but at least it makes sense because that's the team he's always played for. This man Taj Gibson has been bounced around the league like that's the last true. three seasons, that's and I'm true. like, for what? What has he added to any team he's been on? At this point, Udonis Haslam is just inevitable for the for the heat and that's he's fine. just a, he's, okay he's a that. he's a conditioning coach at the up oh, well no i say it's more than that he's he's like a you're like a player, a player personnel person yeah yeah which is weird uh but all right i'm gonna let you have your feast right now so tell me how you feel about baker mayfield okay i, I stated earlier that i think it was fucked up with the browns did the baker mayfield but at the same time it was so hilarious when I seen that Baker Mayfield asked to be traded to the Colts and the Colts said, you know what? Nah, I'm good on that. And then the Panthers were like, nah, I'm good on that. And it's just, it's just, it's so, I don't know, um, I don't know if we, okay. At least I can't think about this in recent memory. I don't mm-hmm. know if I've ever seen um, a quarterback market like or not a quarterback market, like the market for a single guy to mm. just shrivel up before our very eyes. Well, like it's the because way that, he's not what good, I mean, and I'm. But what I mean is, by, it, on the level, just in the way that we saw it, where, where the way you mm. describe it, where it is, where it's like they did go from team to team, and each one said no, straight up, just was like, nah, we're fine. We'll we'll, we'll go struggle. And like Carolina's like, we could have a guy who, eh, he's he's won a playoff game. Mm. No, we're fine. We're going to go take a chance with one of these projects. This guy has project all over his thing. We'll take him. I mean, because you think Baker's a project and he's 26. I know. I know. So would I rather take my chances with a 22-year-old that's a project or a 26-year-old that hasn't progressed since he got into the league? I'm taking my chances with the Uh 22-year-old or the 23-year-old. And plus, Baker has added – Baker has has an ego, whether he wants to admit it or not. Baker – Baker – who was it earlier that we we that we what I might have been us might I might have been having a conversation with another person, but he very mm-hmm. much is that guy who just thinks he's the shit. You were talking about that last time we did a we recorded a podcast. Okay, okay. he's mm-hmm. very much that guy who thinks he is just the best, and mm-hmm. and there's no and he doesn't like to hear when he's criticism he doesn't accept it and if they mm. do criticize him he's wrong you're wrong uh, he gets i appreciate the cocky i, I appreciate the confidence i don't like the but it crosses that line though that, that mm. i think i i've talked about this with i think kaufman before where it's like mm. i think there is there's most things most things in general to me have a fine line where it's like okay that's just the right amount of it mm. and then there's where it like it goes over that line and turns into something else. His confidence has very much turned into an arrogance and a cockiness. Yeah. 
and and the the thing is it's like every now and then you see confidence but it's not it it it's just you know it is what it is side note i'm watching this nits and grizzlies game right now at espn and this man Kyrie just did oh. knows Kyrie just did something insane and it almost went in and holy shit but i think to what to your point about uh about that confident confidence and then cockiness and arrogance thing as much as I don't like Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is very confident. He is cocky to an extent, but he backs it up with his play on the field. Tom Brady is a very arrogant son of a bitch, but he's great at what he does, so he backs it up. It's, co- it's more confidence than arrogance. He's arrogance because of how he's arrogant because of how. Okay, he okay, is. okay. He, he I, th- I think, yeah, I agree hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I, I know. Ex- I th- think the best way we can put this is we excuse their arrogance and their cockiness because they when they get on the field, they deliver in a way that says, Oh, I can be this. And you can't say anything about this because Mm -hmm. I'm producing, I'm, I'm sure all that money that I'm getting paid, all of this, this stuff that I do, all these, you can't tell me I don't deserve earning it. Exactly. Exactly. Baker. Also the other thing is like, okay. And this is the thing that I think a lot of people do kind of just forget about Tom Brady is like, Tom Brady did really, you know, in terms of, of earning his way into what he is, you know, didn't come overnight. That's for sure. No, like turning into what, into the greatest of all time. That dude is, Mm. he's, I think he's more committed to winning at times than Aaron Rodgers is. Oh, that's not even a fucking question. Uh, I I, I mean, all the time, all the time. Cause I think literally (laughs) Brady is like 24 seven. How can I win? Mm. Like at anything. That's why he came back. Yeah, he saw blood in the water. It's, like it's not only that, but NFC. Tom has an ego, and he didn't want to go out like he did last season. Well, I, um, I also think part of it is, is do you think that in November, if he's looking at whoever the Buccaneers or the 49ers throw back there, and he mm-hmm. sees them not playing well, I don't think he – if I'm correct, somebody put uh, – I forget what who it was that put it out there. It was someone who has – you know, who – not, who knows Brady, you know, knows the, the people around him, whatever, uh, an insider. And they mentioned mm-hmm. that a lot, that it would probably be, you know, the idea of Brady being at home in November and seeing somebody playing mm-hmm. subpar football and thinking to himself, I could be on the field playing like this at a, at a high level, which he can be mm-hmm. next year. And he probably will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that also plays a big part in it. The idea of him seeing somebody, in a in a position that he should be he could be in playing mm-hmm. terribly when he knows that he would be out there absolutely killing it um, i find it interesting i wonder how kyle trask feels because i know he had to be thinking you know what they drafted me to be a project i sat behind this dude for what a year it's my time to go and then tom is just like see, you know what yeah, fuck no i think kyle has to, i think kyle has to eat it though because like oh um, definitely because like what? What's he gonna do? I think, like, but I think for him it helps because it, it's just an extra year to develop behind I, Tom. This is why I doubly think that Sam, that Kyle Shanahan should be kicking himself in the ass because he mm-hmm. okay. I know we're not ta- we're supposed to be talking about Baker, but this is an aside that mm-hmm. I, I really do. Well, we can move on from on. Baker because I think I've said everything I need to say. Yeah. On that Baker point. Baker can't play quarterback that great. And his play doesn't back up his arrogance and nobody likes people like that. And mm. teams don't want guys like that. So that's that on him. Uh, he got done dirty by the Browns. The Browns are worse than Baker Mayfield. And that's that. Now, 
on to Tom Brady. Um, Kyle Shanahan had the opportunity mm. to have Tom Brady two years ago when he left New England because Tom Brady wanted to go home. Mm. And he said, no. We got Jimmy G. We got Jimmy G. <laughs> and then, wait, wait. And then he follows that up mm. by moving up in the draft to take, to take uh, why is his name blanking on me? Trey Lance. Trey Lance, who is a project. Mm-hmm. That you probably didn't need to draft to, to trade up to get. You know what's crazy? If Trey Lance is a quarterback next year, I think they're in the super. Last year, I think they're in the Super Bowl. I don't know. I don't know if I'd go that far because I think he's still a little bit behind. But you know what wouldn't be? But think of what they could have. This is what could have happened. Mm-hmm. Had Kyle Kyle Shanahan could have had his cake and eaten it too. He could mm-hmm. have yes said yes to Tom Brady. Tom Brady would have played the year that they won. They would have won. Uh, they would have won that Super Bowl, possibly, mm-hmm. uh, or at least you know would have been in the NFC Championship uh, last year. They would have still had. They would have had an even better opportunity. They probably would have been in the NFC in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they would have been able to beat the Rams with him. They would have also been able to take uh, Trey Lance when they did last year or this last draft. Mm-hmm. He'd be able to have sat this year. He'd sit next year, mm-hmm. and then maybe one more year behind Tom Brady. And then once Tom's gone, which I don't think it's going to be much, much, much longer, unless something, unless unless Tom Brady plays until he's fifty, mm-hmm. I, I think he'll probably end up hanging up in maybe in, in maybe two years, maybe one or two years, I, depending on how his body breaks down. We don't know. How I am. It, yeah, I'm very like I said. I saw it during that Rams game, during that NFC divisional game. Is that there was he he had a good second half, but you you're starting to see it's taking a long time for him to get into his rhythm. Like there were even points last season where he would play like ass in the first two quarters, and he would even admit it, throwing picks. Yeah, was not able to shake sex. Well, and, and I think the other thing is, I, I I think that team just also didn't play up to mm. any kind of expectations that they had. They mm. were not a, they were not that great of a team, and he, I think he did have to dig them out of a few holes there. Um, but, but but I wonder if Tom also noticed. I know who I. What do you mean? I wonder if those things happened. Tom noticed them, and I wonder how much that might play into it with him with him wanting to come back and maybe prove it to himself that know that he, that wasn't happening mm-hmm. and uh, maybe you know it was just he, he wants to win another super bowl well denial is yeah. often uh a, it is a sick greatness do that great the, it happens yeah. to the great ones all, all the um time. and i think tom is and i think a lot of people this might be a hot take or in denial about where tom brady is at at this point in his career oh, yeah. he is still a great quarterback yeah, but he's, he's just, not, he's not Tom Brady right of 2015-16. He's not the same quarterback. He's a different quarterback. He's a different skill set. And I'm wondering if this team is still a championship contender because that's the reason why he came back. I don't he's, think it is. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that, I don't think they got better. You know, again, again, I, I, I don't, I won't. I'll reserve I won't full count judgment them until out. after the draft. I'm gonna. Uh-huh. I, I'm, I'll reserve full judgment until after that. Uh, mm-hmm. But 
based on how I feel about it now, I would let me put it this way. If Tom Brady had gone to the to the 49ers and they had won a mm-hmm. Super Bowl and they lost that that one next year and they were coming uh and he was coming back this year to play with the 49ers, mm-hmm. I would say that yeah, they're probably gonna be in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Right? But that's that's if he had had been, if he was on a team with that kind of that that of that caliber. I don't think the Buccaneers are as good as the 49ers minus quarterback. I think the Buccaneers have basically stayed stagnant, which is a problem because they brought back Luna Fournette. Remember when everybody said a few years ago how great, or not a few years ago, not uh, the year before last, uh, Mm -hmm. when when everybody was going on about how great it was that, um, hey, they re-signed everybody. They brought everybody back. Yeah. Maybe that isn't so good. Maybe a little. The defense wasn't as good. good. The receiving core. Mike Evans is injury prone. Chris Godwin is now proven he's injury prone at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, if Gronk, Gronk comes Gronk, back, I mean, it, it he's not the same Gronk he was a couple of years ago. And also, I mean, who's to say that Gronk does come back to the Buccaneers? Yeah, because maybe he's like, bro, you know what? I gave it that one more run. I got the extra ring. My body just can't take it anymore. Well, the other thing is he's talked about it, and he said it. It would be nice to maybe why not try playing with someone with another quarterback? Mm-hmm. You know, he he could he could get curious the way Tom got curious, you know, you know, while I do think that uh, Gronk is a little washed up. I mean, the Colts got a hold of tight end. I wouldn't be uh, hey, look, look, I wouldn't be super all they, upset. All, all you need is a dude who's <laughs> six, six uh, standing in the red zone. You're fine. Exactly. Uh, but I think I think we're going to go ahead and call this one here. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we, we we didn't even mean to talk about Tom Brady or the NBA. We still got both of those in. <laughs> So uh, this will be a little long and then we're going to, we'll do like a quick 20 to 30 minute, just mania recap. Cause okay. you know, the good thing is, is I think we, we got a lot of that discussion out during the show too. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's been the beards and balls podcast. You can follow me at uh, born to run underscore 19. The show does not have its Twitter right now. We do have an Instagram, but you will get the, that it, more on that information uh, of that information in our next episode once we have a, more of it nailed down. Uh, but uh, other than that, uh, yeah, that, that's it for us. Uh, Daryl, where can they find you? Greetings, one J on Twitter. Uh, Coaches Challenge, but the last E is a three on Twitter as well, and then the Coaches Challenge spelled normally on Twitch. All right. Well. That was a fun conversation, and uh, oh yeah, man! I hope the Browns lose for the next fifty <laughs> fucking years, man. I 